0: Welcome back to Detroit Strange. This podcast. That you're listening to. Right now. That's Jess over there.
1: And that's Alex over there.
0: We are back. It's been a minute.
1: Yeah. And that was probably the most professional we've uh, introduced ever.
0: <laughs> yeah. We really, really, Um, that was like a LinkedIn yeah. introduction. Yeah.
1: You know, we took this time to reflect and to work on our presence And No, we didn't do any of that, actually. We just took time off because we did.
0: It's 2022. (laughs) We can take time off.
1: Yep, yep.
0: But we're back. We are. And we're ready to talk about things.
1: We are. We are. You had an amazing adventure.
0: I did. I was in New Mexico Mm -hmm. for a while. I went there a little over a week. And it was great. It was beautiful. I went to Ghost Ranch. Oh, it's so cool. Yeah, no, it was a great time. A lot of... Beautiful trails. I almost fell off a mesa. Uh
1: oh. You got to watch out for those mesas. They come out of nowhere.
0: (laughs) I mean, it's not so much that it came out of nowhere. I mean, I was on top of the mesa. So I knew the mesa was there. I know.
1: That was a joke.
0: I know. (laughs) But I'm just explaining. It's been too
1: long. You forgot that I make horrible jokes.
0: I know. But I'm just explaining to the folks. Okay. Mesa Mm -hmm. is Spanish for table, and it Mm -hmm. represents these flat mountains Mm -hmm. all over the West. Yeah. And I was on top of one because the trail led me up one and you kind of had to climb a bit to get on top of the mesa, Mm -hmm. but I couldn't find the trail markers on the way down. So I ended up just like guessing and then ended up just half bouldering, half crab walking down the side of this mountain. Yeah, that doesn't go well. That's good. Yeah, that's
1: good. That happened to me once in California. I think I told you about that where we lost the trail and coming back down off of a a mountain. Yeah. uh, Was not the, oh no, we didn't. Okay, so we lost the trail, but also it was because when we got to this one part of the trail, it was really, really difficult. Like, it was, mm-hmm. like, almost climbing yeah. up part of the mountain, and we were like, ooh, we are not equipped for that. Yeah. And it's not really a turnaround trail. Yeah. And the name of it was Scorpion something or other, so <laughs> it did not bode well.
0: Yeah, I definitely had the thought of like, I don't have a knife, so I can't one hundred and twenty-seven hours myself if I have to. Oh, so no. that's a bad. That's a bad time.
1: Yeah, no, don't do that. I, I mean, did, if you have to do it, right?
0: Do I did. That. I would, I don't want to. I didn't. Glad I didn't have to. But I do appreciate that when I was like halfway down, and I'm like, I wonder where the trail is, and I looked over and I saw this couple hiking like a hundred, two hundred feet to my right.
1: Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, there it I'm is.
0: Like, that's where the trail is. Mm-hmm. And then I get down to the bottom, and then I just look around like I just yell why the
1: fuck is the trail
0: and voice carries so I hope they heard me
1: no I'm sure they did and you're a part of their story now I hope so (laughs) that reminds me you said the 127 hours thing yeah that reminds me of um I watched a movie this weekend I made like a whole thing of it Lisa and I got pizza and I was like do you want to watch this movie because I've heard good things about it and it's not my normal like go-to style of movie But the movie Prey on Hulu, have you heard of it or seen anything about it yet?
0: Is it based off the video game Prey? No, it's
1: actually a precursor to Predator, like the Arnold Schwarzenegger film from the 80s.
0: I've never seen that either.
1: No, nor have I. Okay. So, but I'm familiar with it. I know it was like some alien Aliens, It's aliens, right? Yeah. Okay. And I knew it did this like these graphics where like you saw through the alien's eyes and it has like little heat spotting, you Mm -hmm. know, abilities and things like, like thermal, thermal, whatever. But this one, it's like 300 years previous to those incidents, I guess. It basically, it's a tribe, like a native American tribe. Uh And they, you know, they hunt and everything like that. And they're, they're doing all the uh, day to day, like life things. But the main character is a female. Uh And like, she, she just wants to like be one of the hunters, but nobody takes her seriously. Her brother's like a great hunter, you know, and all that kind yeah. of stuff. But she's always like trying to go out and, you know, be a hunter. So they, I don't, I don't want to give too much of it away, but it's really, really cool and really well done. And it actually like works on relationships. And of course there's like a part where they run into some white men uh-huh. and they are speaking a different language, mm-hmm. but they don't subtitle it. And it's so interesting to me because it's, Eventually, I figured out that it was French. First, I thought it was just gibberish. And I was like, this is genius. But it was kind of cool because it's like you're with the characters. Like, you don't understand what they're saying either. Yeah, There was one who could speak Comanche, which is like what tribe they were. Yeah. And then I found out later, too, the movie is actually dubbed over in Comanche. Like, you can watch a version of it actually in the Native American language. That's really cool. Yeah. And they there's some words like in... The regular, you know, the, in yeah. the English version too. But I was like, that is so interesting and so just awesome yeah. that they they did that. And I don't know. And then I learned that there, there's a dog who's like uh. one of the main characters. And it's an American dingo, which I didn't know was a thing, but it's the cutest dog. And I heard somewhere, but I haven't looked this up, that it was like a rescue dog. Oh. Yeah. And the dog is awesome.
0: I love that now he has a career mm-hmm.
1: and the main the lead she's great, like everybody performing in it is really good, like in my opinion, everybody was like fantastic. It was yeah. really well done. uh, you know, I read some articles on it, and it seems like they did all the the right things as far as like from what I can tell, you know, yeah. and I think that i it's just it was good, and I was surprised that I liked a movie.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Cause
1: you know, Predator is, I think it's like an action movie. Yeah. And that's not up my alley. And while this takes,
0: I've learned that from firsthand experience.
1: While this takes, you know, some of the ideas from that movie. Well, really it just takes one character from that movie. Yeah. It's really well done. Okay. And just interesting.
0: Okay. Yeah. I actually watched a really good movie this weekend too. Ooh. It was actually, uh, a gift from my friend David from New Mexico. Okay. So, a friend David from the street, he, mm-hmm. like, texts me the week after. He's like, hey, do you still have a DVD player? Oh. And I'm like, I'll do you one better. I still have a VCR. Oh, wow. Yeah. And so he's like, what's your address? I'm going to send you something.
1: He's like, but do you have a Betamax?
0: Yeah. Luckily, he did not send me something Betamax. But he sent me a DVD copy of the movie Die, Mommy, Die. Have you ever heard of it?
1: I've heard of it. I don't know much about it. It's so
0: funny. Yeah. It's like a play turned into a movie. So Mm -hmm. that's already like gives me Moonstruck vibes in that way. Okay. But it's just one of the most quotable movies I've ever seen. And also, so like the premise is like, it's like a 60s soap opera kind of movie. Mm -hmm. So just like very dramatic and over the top. Mm Mm-hmm. And it's like the main character is a drag queen playing an aging starlet who like was a singer. Okay. And she used to have a double act with her sister until she went solo and became successful. And now she's living in this big house with her producer husband and their two kids and the maid Bootsy. Okay. And she just has this like really affected way of talking that is so fun to mimic. Like my favorite line in Mm -hmm. the entire movie is when she's talking to someone she says who are you Tony Parker you've slipped into my life as easily as vermouth into a glass of gin quickly and just a bit too smooth <laughs> like, it's just that's like that the whole movie pretty good right and the, the maid has a good line of like men may seem unique like Halloween pumpkins but they're all the same mush on the inside
1: Sounds uh, accurate yeah. yeah I can't dispute to that to which she
0: replies Bootsy that's my father you're talking about <laughs> Natasha Lyonne plays the daughter.
1: Oh, I love her.
0: Me too. She does such a good job in this movie. Aww. I feel like it was the era where she was doing like indie films though because I feel like it's around the same time she was in But I'm a Cheerleader. hmm So good yeah. time for Natasha Lyonne.
1: Yeah. Well, that's awesome. Yeah. I'm glad.
0: I'll have to watch it sometime. It's yeah. a great movie. Please.
1: I am looking to explore more movies.
0: I think you would like this one. Okay. It's I very mean, I funny. I already am in. Yes.
1: I feel like I should share this story really briefly. Yeah, we can talk about it. So we we just paused for a moment because there was a cat meowing outside. I, you know, I'll give the cat its privacy, but it does have a name tag and a number and everything. So it's a, you know, neighborhood cat.
0: Terrible name.
1: Yeah, but we won't go into it. But it's the sweetest cat. So I met it. <laughs> I met this cat uh, last weekend sometime during like one of the right after a rainstorm. Mm hmm. And he was being all cute and like letting me pet him. And he was just adorable. And he was there for a while. Then a couple days later, I was on a walk with a friend and I walked by him on a porch with another cat and he pretended he didn't know me. Uh, then a few days later, I went to go get into a car with a group and he started marching down the sidewalk at me, meowing. Oh, then a few days later, I was talking with Lisa in you know, just our like dining room area and we heard him Meow. And I was like, oh, my gosh, it's the cat. So we went outside and then he hung out with us for a bit. But then he went in our house because the door was open.
0: That is the problem with open doors and cats.
1: Yeah. Well, I don't know. Usually they're kind of skittish. but I. And then just now he was outside meowing. He just comes to our house and meows for pets.
0: I think that's adorable.
1: He's so cute. I love this cat.
0: He's a cutie.
1: Mm-hmm. And luckily my... A neighbor in the other flat in our house also really likes cats. So I think this cat will be around.
0: Love this for you.
1: Yeah. That's my exciting news lately Uh, is this cat.
0: I love that because I love cats.
1: Me too. Meow too.
0: Hmm? Hmm? (laughs) Sorry. You're about as creative as the Pokemon team naming naming Pokemon because there's Mew and then Mewtwo. Both oh. cat Pokemon.
1: Oh. Oh, yeah. That's not uh,
0: that's just that's where my mind went. Was, that's fair. Yeah.
1: You got Pokemon mind. Pokemon Mon <laughs> <laughs> Uh it's nice to record again.
0: It is. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's been a minute.
1: Yeah. Like we've seen each other. Yeah. Yeah. It's nice to record.
0: It is. And speaking of recording, yes. I have a story for you. <gasps> oh, good. Would you like to hear it?
1: I would love to hear a story.
0: So, mm-hmm. did you know that Detroit had its own stock exchange?
1: Not the shoe one?
0: <laughs> there's
1: There's Shoe X or something. Never mind.
0: Oh, Stock X.
1: Yeah, Stock X,
0: which is shoes. Um, this was before then. Oh, okay. This was the OG stock exchange. Okay. For, for stocks and not shoes.
1: Okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I did not.
0: Well, it's interesting because we did. So let's get into it. Okay. So this might surprise you, but the early 1900s were a big deal for the city of Detroit. Mm, I Things wonder why. were happening. <laughs> and a lot of people think, you know, that it's like Ford, the $5 a week thing and all the assembly line workers and that's who migrated like there were a lot of those two people Mm -hmm. there was also people with money and venture capitalists who moved to the city okay so detroit not only the parish of the midwest it was now last century silicon valley oh because it was a great place if you had money and wanted to make more money Mm -hmm. by investing it in upcoming companies okay better to do it than detroit
1: interesting yeah
0: yeah so now, this new upper class of the city needed places to do their rich people things, and thus the financial district was born. Okay. So the first portion of the Penobscot Building was built in 1905. The Ford Building in 1907, and the Dime Building in 1913. Just to give you an idea of like the buildings in the area, okay. the financial district. Mm-hmm. The startups in the city were springing up faster in response to the burgeoning wealth available in the city. So it was kind of just like a positive feedback loop of. There's money. Let's invest it in things. Okay, there's money to be invested. Let's have more things to invest, you know. Mm -hmm. And banks were one option to get this money, but they were a lot more conservative than just other investors because they, you know, it's a risky thing to bet on a, like a new business. Yeah. And factory expensive, like factory machinery is expensive. So Mm -hmm. these like companies required a bit of money to get going. Yeah. So this brought about the need for businesses to try and recruit outside investors. And the main way of doing this was to start buying and selling stocks, thus the need for a local stock exchange. Okay. It was proposed as early as 1901, but the Detroit Stock Exchange wouldn't gain traction until 1907 when it was formally established to trade shares of local and regional companies. Hmm. The Stock Exchange Charter justified its existence with the following, quote, By virtue of the demand of investors in the community for an organized local securities market. Okay. And as per usual with 1900 sentences, there's 12 words that didn't need to be there. (laughs) By the virtue of the demand. Like, Mm -hmm. just pick one. (laughs) Pick one.
1: They loved to flower it
0: up. They really did. I've started watching Another Period too, so I'm kind of slipping into that a bit more too. Have you seen Another Period? I
1: love Another Period. I
0: just recently got into it. I love it. I I like towards the end of season one right now.
1: It's such a good show.
0: It really is. I like remember like seeing an ad for a while ago and really being interested in it, Mm -hmm. but I never had anything. It was like on, and then I just like randomly saw that it was on Paramount Plus, and I was like, all right, Mm -hmm. here we go.
1: It was hard to access for a while because it was a Comedy Central show, and for a while you could only get them like in the Comedy Central app. Or whatever, or if you had, you know, cable. Yeah, but it's one of those shows that I've like made people watch because I was like, "Why don't more people know about this show? It's so funny."
0: It's so funny, and it like slips in like little, like, "Oh fuck, that's real and true." Still, kind of moments. Oh, for sure, for for anybody, yeah,
1: for anybody who doesn't know, it's a period piece, sort of, but it's kind of like the Kardashians.
0: It's if the Kardashians were aristocrats in yes. Newport, Rhode Island.
1: Yes. Like in the like, late 1800s, early 1900s. Yeah. I forget the exact years, but.
0: Yeah. It's just bonkers that mm-hmm. people probably lived like that. Mm-hmm. But back to the Detroit Stock Exchange. Yes. So I don't know. like, Just like when I saw this pop up. I thought the idea of a local stock exchange was kind of weird because you always think like there's kind of just like one for the country now, I think, like the New York Stock Exchange. Mm-hmm. I'm not super familiar with stocks, to be honest.
1: No, me either. But yeah, I just thought it was the one because how does it not get muddied? I yeah.
0: don't know.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, it,
0: like so then like the article went on to say kind of just like, you know, everything was kind of just more local at that time because communication. So like generally the only people interested in Detroit company stocks lived in and around the city.
1: Okay, yeah.
0: So that makes sense when you think about it like that.
1: Yeah, yeah. And I mean, to get information around was very
0: um, yeah
1: time-consuming.
0: Yeah. There was the telegraph at this time, though, with the little ticker tape machine.
1: Mm-hmm. But, but even that still, because then, yeah, it could go to the spot that it goes to, but it still has so to it's get... It's
0: still decoded, yeah.
1: Yeah, well, it has to do do that and also still get to the people. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, it's yeah. not... Yeah.
0: Yeah, so just... Interesting concept of a local stock exchange, Mm -hmm. but so it first opened up in uh, the Dime building in Mm. 1911. And at that time, they were trading in 18 regional financial institutions and 37 businesses, including Burroughs Adding Machines, General Motors, Packard, Park Davis, which was a pharmaceutical company that became a subsidiary of Pfizer, but before that was one of the oldest and largest drug makers in the country. Okay. Okay. Which I had no idea. I'd never heard the name Park Davis before, I don't think. No. Uh, companies that were added later include Hudson Motors, Chrysler, Dow Chemical, Crowley Milner, which was the former like a de- former department store in the city. Okay. But Crowley Milner.
1: Yeah, that's a name. That you really got to try
0: to say that one. Yep. Kresge, of course. And then uh, Goble Brewing which I had never heard of, but I looked it up and they were acquired by Stroh's in the mid-60s, so it makes I, sense. I know
1: that from the Stroh's episode. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I did re- recall that name when you said, yeah, I wouldn't yeah. have been able to come up with that name, but.
0: Yeah, no, that's fun. Callback. Mm. So by 1919, the stock exchange was doing so well that they moved from their dime building quarters to the Penobscot building annex. And the location would be good through them through the 1920s, but by the 1930s they needed their own space. Okay. So they started planning. Mm-hmm. The firm O'Dell and Deal were brought on to design the new building. It was to be a sleek, modern, and at the corner of Griswold and Larned. Larned, Rannin, Larned, Larned.
1: I Larned is Larned. usually I think what people say, but I I have no confirmation on it. <laughs>
0: Whatever that street is, land red mm-hmm, is how it looks. Mm-hmm. So the building they came up with was to be four stories tall. The style was Art Deco, but more specifically, Assyrian Revival.
1: Okay, wow.
0: Which I guess Assyria was a Mesopotamian civilization. Mm-hmm. I did not know that. Oh, I to Google okay. that one. The stone exterior was clad in Mankato stone from southern Minnesota. The pediment over the main entrance contained a bas relief of a bull and a bear. I guess those are apparently symbols for up and down markets in the stock exchange. I never really knew what the like I've heard of a bear market because like the re, the news skims I get in the morning talk about how we're in a bear market. Mm-hmm. And I learned that's bad.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, I knew a bull one was good. Oddly enough, I didn't know the bear one because like, well, there's there's the statue. And this actually our I, history stuff is the statue in New York at the stock exchange of the bull.
0: I literally, my next line was like, that makes more sense now. The bull statue. Oh, I was yeah, like, why yeah. the fuck is there a bull on Wall Street? Yeah. And now that makes sense.
1: Yeah. One time somebody knitted. <laughs> Have you ever heard of yarn bombing?
0: No. Uh,
1: it's where people will knit or crochet things and then like add them to things like trees or like, I don't know, stop signs or like whatever. Yeah. You know, just a way to like spread art kind of thing. Yeah. Somebody put something on the bull, which I was like, "Ooh, that is ballsy. Not, no pun intended. Yeah. But. It just delights me that somebody did that one time. Yeah, Mm -hmm. same.
0: All the Wall Street bros were like, what is this shit on the bull? That's not stocks. That's art. Yeah. Exact reenactment of their exact reenactment. You were there. Yeah, clearly. I I was there. I did the thing. Yeah. I was filming it on my phonograph. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. I don't even know. I don't think phonographs are not photography. No, they're not. Those are sound. Yeah. They sure are. But I was filming on I was just
1: going to support you. Anyway, thank um, you. I appreciate that. You could stay on your large format camera, Yeah, although this was in the 2000s, so <laughs> it wouldn't be that.: either. I was
0: filming on my phonograph, I said.: <laughs> I'm glad to know that you will confidently let me let me be confidently wrong on this show as we learned in the Sawan episode.
1: I didn't know. me neither.
0: I know. I just like, it still kills me.
1: Uh-huh. No, I was thinking about that earlier today, actually, because, you know, fall's approaching right now.
0: Samhain is coming up. Uh-huh. Sam Uh-huh. Yeah. If you want to know what we're talking about, go back and listen to one of our earlier episodes.
1: Yeah, it's it's live it's like at Halloween. the Yeah, yeah, yeah it was live at Planet Ant- Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Which makes it even worse. It's
1: like episode 17 and a half or something. It's got it a was weird like a number. Bonus yeah. Something or other. Yeah. yeah.
0: That's a fun spooky listen for the fall. It is. Just know that it's pronounced Sawin. Yeah. So, above the Bull and the Bear. There was a figure of King Cretius. Cretius? Yep. Okay. Uh, Who was a king of a small kingdom known as Lydia or modern day Turkey before being taken Mm. over by the Persian King Cyrus. This makes more sense when you know that King Cretius was known for his wealth. Okay. Fun, like mythological short story, whatever. about how he got so wealthy. Mm -hmm. Was it it said that his wealth came from the sands along the river Pactolus. Patolis?
1: Patolis I've heard of I've heard people say that word but I don't I have I have no knowledge
0: alongside the river somewhere near Turkey uh-huh. where King Midas washed his hands to rid himself of his curse ah yeah okay so that was kind of fun yeah uh, on one hand he is holding the earth and the other hand he is holding a ticker tape machine
1: Mm, as one does.
0: Yes. And the connecting the two were jagged lines meant to represent a new age of commerce available through the telegraph.
1: Oh, wow.
0: Yeah. So the building opened its doors on March 2nd, 1931. An unfortunate date considering that Black Tuesday really put a damper on the stock market about a year and a half earlier. Mm-hmm. And so only eight years after opening, the stock exchange defaulted on its mortgage and had to move back to the Penobscot building annex. Okay. The exchange would continue to operate. How long do you think it went on for? Like, How long do you think Detroit had its own local stock exchange?
1: 11 years.
0: 1976. Holy this Holy on. shit. Yeah.
1: I was not expecting that. Yeah. Wow.
0: Yeah. Isn't that crazy?
1: I wonder how many other like local stock exchanges.
0: I have some information. Okay. We keep going, but like. It's just crazy that yeah. it went on that long. But, and surprisingly, the downfall wasn't brought about by lack of business. It was, by the 70s, there were up to 405 stocks they were trading, but only four were exclusive to Detroit at that time. Okay. So the stock exchange had gotten big enough around World War II to attract companies like Sears, Roebuck, AT&T, and U.S. Steel. Okay. After World War II, other cities, including Chicago, Cleveland, St. Louis, and Minneapolis, St. Paul, joined forces to create the Midwest Stock Exchange. Huh. So all those cities must have had local stock exchanges.
1: Yeah.
0: They formed the Midwest Stock Exchange. Detroit was invited to join, but due to a post-war boom, they were like, nah, fam, we're fine. <laughs> exact quote.
1: <laughs> Again, you were there.
0: Yes. With your phonograph. With my phonograph filming. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, this boom would turn out to be the high watermark for the Detroit Stock Exchange as fewer and fewer stocks were exclusive to it. And mm-hmm. also, it was getting increasing competition from the New York Stock Exchange, mm-hmm. the one we all know of.
1: Mm-hmm. The NISD. Mm-hmm. NIssy. NYSE,
0: yeah. I don't NISD. think there's a D in there.
1: Why did I add a D?
0: Because the NASDAQ. I don't oh. know what the NASDAQ is, though.
1: That's an index, but I don't know what it is.
0: This is not a finance podcast, I'll tell you that much. No,
1: please never take any financial advice from me.
0: No, not me either. I I just, you know, Mm -hmm. money does what it's going to do. I don't know what it is.
1: It's energy. Yes. It's an exchange of energy.
0: Absolutely. (laughs) So the regional stock exchange, we're holding on on basically a loophole Mm -hmm. around a New York Stock Exchange rule about splitting the commissions. So, like, the New York Stock Exchange had a rule that members could not split commissions with non-members. Okay. This means that even if a Detroit broker was involved in the sale, the entire commission would go to the broker in New York. Oh. So, basically, like, if you weren't in the New York Stock Exchange, you could make money off of a stock if it went through the New York Stock Exchange. Yeah. So, it was mainly, like, a loophole to keep local brokers. Like, it didn't really, like, benefit... The consumer or the investor, Mm -hmm. like, a ton. Because, like, usually, like, the New York Stock Exchange is obviously bigger, so they could get better prices. Mm -hmm. But it was kind of just, like, support local in a way. Yeah. I don't know. Local brokers bypassed this by doing all their trading through the regional exchange. Mm -hmm. And they were able to keep making commission by using the Detroit exchange. But like I said, this wasn't always, like, for the investor's benefit. It was mainly just to keep them going. Mm Mm-hmm. This loophole was closed, however, on May 1st, 1975, which known in the finance industry is May Day. Oh. Fitting. hmm So the new SEC regulations removed the fixed rate commissions, opting instead for negotiated commissions that basically la- made local exchanges obsolete. Okay. So now instead of like a fixed rate commission, you negotiated. And so. Yeah. I don't know exactly. But surprisingly, the Detroit Stock Exchange managed to hold on for just over a year after this until May 14th, 1967. The board voted to close the Detroit Stock Exchange, which was like a probably a smart move, but an interesting move because the stock exchange was actually still profitable at this time. But the board just saw the writing on the wall and didn't want to wanted to jump ship before things got tragic.
1: I get that. It's like when a TV show ends at the appropriate time
0: absolutely just like that <laughs> uh but no i know exactly what you mean yeah it's very rare for a show to end on the perfect time
1: and it's so exciting when they do though yeah you're like oh i'm gonna miss you but that was perfect right yeah
0: so let's go back to the building for a minute mm-hmm. because it was still there
1: mm-hmm.
0: its original tenants have been long gone because they were only in it for like eight years The building would have other tenants over the years, the last of which being an office furniture retailer. But after a period of vacancy in 1983, the Detroit Stock Exchange building was demolished. Luckily, the bas-relief of the bull and the bear were saved, along with a few of the Art Deco stone panels that decorated the building. Mm -hmm. The bas-relief is now displayed in the rear lobby of 150 West Jefferson, uh, the building that would eventually rise where that building was.
1: Oh, okay. So like a little homage.
0: Yeah. Also the stone panels can be found in the elevator lobby of that same building at like on the butts along law firm floors. Okay. So pieces of it remain in the building that rose where it was. And if you can kind of picture it like downtown across from heart Plaza, Mm -hmm. it's like the kind of rounded. It like is, Looks like sandstony with like blue windows rounded. It's for the Amazon offices. I remember because I had an interview there and it was awful. Okay. <laughs> it was literally like five hours of interviews. Like mm-hmm. I had like an hour with a different person and they would give me a riddle to solve, basically.
1: Ooh. Yeah, it was that doesn't sound the fun. worst. Yeah, I think I know which building you're talking about.
0: Yeah. But apart from those like bits of stone in that building. Mm-hmm. Most of the legacy of the Detroit Stock Exchange has been lost to history.
1: Yeah.
0: Let me go to sources real quick. The Detroit Free Press, the HistoricDetroit.org, an article from MichiganRadio.org, and of course, Wikipedia. Mm-hmm. It sounds like HistoricDetroit.org was kind of the one who reported a lot of this first. And then it sounds like the Detroit Free Press picked up on it. And that's how I, I read it in the Detroit Free Press first and then did more research. Okay. But, Yeah. Made me glad to be subscribing to the Detroit Free Press.
1: Yeah, interesting and weird.
0: Because I really don't get local news elsewhere anymore. Like, I feel like I used to watch local news a lot more when I had cable and was, like, living at home. Mm-hmm. But now I don't. I could because I have an antenna, but I don't.
1: I should pay more attention to local news. Um, I think I get most of it from Instagram. <laughs>
0: that's a that's a, that's a source.
1: I mean, I do. I follow a lot of Detroit things there. Yeah, and yeah. Then, like. You know, and then I look up articles after yeah. that, but yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: I'm not proud.
0: I get it. I basically I must have tried a free trial and never canceled it, but they keep mm-hmm. sending me emails and it's worked out for me. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the story of the stock exchange.
1: Fantastic.
0: Not stockx, unfortunately.
1: And strange. <laughs>
0: Yeah, yeah. I just like had no idea that local stock exchanges were a thing.
1: No, it kind of hurts my brain to think about. A little bit, yeah. But I've also always wondered, like, why it was the New York. I mean, New York's you know huge right, city. Yeah. But I was always like, mm, why there?
0: Yeah. So I don't know. I thought it was interesting. Yeah.
1: So. No. Good job. Thank you. And unexpected.
0: Yeah. I th- I figured this would be a curveball.
1: Yeah. Uh, it it was. Yeah. It was. Well. On that note, no, not on that note. That makes no sense. But I do have a little two truths and a lie for you if you are feeling game. Okay. So lately at night, often, I do like to go outside when you can see it and look at the moon. Okay. Uh, I know know you're not a big space fan. I can do.
0: I like the moon. The moon is fine. The moon's cool. You're cool with the moon? Cool with the moon. The moon's close enough. I can, you know.
1: So I got a little moon facts for you.
0: Can I just clarify my point on space because I've like defined it a bit better? Okay. So I could fuck with space if it's like Mercury's in retrograde or like look at the moon. Okay. When it gets any more scientific than that, I'm out. Okay. Like so, usually the scientific is like, here's this asteroid coming to kill us, and here's why you can't breathe in space. Yeah. And here's why space goes on forever and is know, it's terrifying. black. It's terrifying. Yeah, yeah. That's the space I can't deal with. Yeah. But like Mercury, Mercury in retrograde, Sailor Moon, the moon here for
1: it okay so here are your moon facts okay fact number one the moon has moonquakes
0: interesting okay
1: fact number two the moon moves approximately 3.8 centimeters closer to the earth every year okay and fact number three the earth's moon is the fifth largest of over 200 moons in our solar system
0: Ooh. hmm I'm going to go with the fifth largest because I feel like there's got to be a lot more moons that are larger.
1: No, that is actually accurate. Oh, okay. Yeah, there's four larger than it, but it's a pretty big moon.
0: Okay. Mm-hmm. I know it's like, I think like a quarter the size of the Earth or something like that.
1: It is. That's one of my other, you know, fun facts. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay. So then that one's like three point something centimeters closer every year. Mm-hmm. And then what was the first one? The moon has moonquakes. I'm going to go with that one being the line next.
1: That one is accurate as oh, well. Crap. Uh, okay. <laughs> and basically they're caused by the gravitational influence of the earth.
0: Okay. But more shit we're causing cool, cool, cool. Uh
1: huh. But they're worse than earthquakes and better. So they're worse th- because they can last up to an hour. Oh my God. But they're also much weaker. Okay. Yeah.
0: I'm kind of imagining those like beds at motels where you put a in and they just kind of, zzzz. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> but like for an hour. Yeah
1: um so the lie is that the moon moves approximately 3.8 centimeters closer to the earth every year because it actually moves 3.8 centimeters away from the earth every year
0: see Majora's mask led me astray on that one so i was like (laughs) well i mean i guess it wouldn't shock me if the world or like you know i've had to conceptualize the moon crashing into the earth for this video game so i was like well i guess it could happen Mm
1: -hmm. well and i mean it makes sense because there is a gravitational pull that's why we yeah but also centrifugal
0: force is probably like what's pushing it away
1: yeah possibly I mean I don't I,
0: know science like I said when we mm-hmm. put science and space together I can't
1: well I know because the way it rotates like we only see one side of it
0: yeah
1: uh, because the way we rotate and it rotates at the same time we only see one side of it
0: yeah which is also kind of, of weird of to th- I know yeah. it's so
1: weird to think I mean like I, I know it's like a common does back, everyone
0: around the world see the same side of the, the same side of the moon or is it like
1: I th- think so because it, it's it's moving around us like okay. pe- they see it at different points in the day. Do you know what I'm saying? So yeah. it's, it's turning, but it's turning or. Yeah,
0: I get it. I think I get what you're saying. Okay.
1: Or we're turning and it's rotate or not rotate. <laughs> it's
0: turning and burning. Yeah. The it. world. That's it. Yeah. Um,
1: But I do have some other moon facts.
0: Please.
1: Ours is called the moon because people didn't know other moons existed before Galileo Galilei. Discovered four orbiting Jupiter in 1610. So they thought we only had a a lot of moons. They do. They do. It does. I don't know why.
0: She's got so many moons, girl, (laughs) that Jupiter.
1: And this one, I mean, this makes sense, but I just for the numbers alone, the moon appears the same size or sometimes bigger in the sky than the sun. Uh, But it's in fact 400 times smaller. That makes sense. But it's also 400 times closer. Yeah. So that's why it's the same size. It was just, again, the number. Yeah, yeah. Most think that the moon was created when a rock the size of Mars slammed into Earth about 4.5 billion years ago.
0: Kind of broke a chunk off. hmm That's interesting. hmm
1: The United Nations has an outer space treaty to govern the moon. And it was signed in 1967, so two years before the moon landing. And basically, so no one can call dibs on the moon or any other planets. And it states, quote, The exploration and use of outer space, including the moon, and other celestial bodies shall be carried out for the benefit and in the interest of all countries.
0: Let's see if it sticks. Mm -hmm.
1: There's water on the moon, but it's all ice. Okay. And um,
0: if only we had some of it.
1: I know (laughs) it's inside of dust and minerals and under the surface.
0: Okay. So you need a Brita filter Mm -hmm. for sure.
1: Yeah. And it's basically, there's a lot of areas on the moon that are cold because the moon is very dark itself. Uh, There is the whole. Dark side, of the moon. yeah. Um, although I, that might still see the sun. I'm not sure how that works. Actually, I don't know. Yeah, I don't.
0: Mm. It probably. I think it has to. It, it has, has to. Yeah, yeah. We don't see it, but the sun yeah. does. The sun's yeah. got a great view of that moon ass.
1: Yeah, and then just so we know, because moon phases are fun. Yeah, the um, full moon will be on September 11th. Okay. After this comes out, so nice. We are looking at that. This all came from the NASA website, al- almanac.com, www.rmg.co.uk, and bestlifeonline.com. But there was another two truths in the lie I was gonna work on. Uh-huh. But it's not really easy to come up with two truths and the lie. Okay. So are you willing to go a little deeper into space? Some of it kind of creepy. Sure. Okay. It's not just space though. Okay. Uh, are you familiar with CERN? I think so. And the Large Hadron Collider?
0: Yes. Okay. In France, right? Uh, Switzerland. Switzerland, okay. Yeah.
1: I'm going to tell you a little bit about it because I just, I couldn't come up with like. Yeah. Yeah, but it relates to space. So there, CERN has developed the Large Hadron Collider and CERN stands for basically the European Council for Nuclear Research or the Council European Pour la Recherche Nucleaire. Yeah. And that was founded in 1952 to establish world-class fundamental physics research. Legit. Yeah. So the Large Hadron Collider is a particle accelerator. Okay. And it was first started up on September 10th in 2008 at CERN in Geneva, Switzerland. And it consists of 27-kilometer rings of superconducting magnets With a number of accelerating structures to boost the energy of particles inside of it. Inside of two high energy particle beams that travel at almost the speed of light. It's like 0.9999, you know, kind of a thing. uh, Before they're directed to collide to make things happen. Yeah. So they travel in the opposite directions in these pipes that are basically like vacuum pipes. And magnets help kind of guide them. Yeah. The magnets themselves are chilled to negative 271.3 degrees, so colder than outer space.
0: Is that Celsius? Uh, Yes. Sorry. That's close to absolute zero, I think. I think think it's Celsius. I forgot to write it down, but I'm
1: pretty sure it was Celsius.
0: Some science is coming back to me. Mm
1: -hmm. It's basically to help with efficiency to conduct electricity without resistance or loss of energy. Yeah. It was originally... Constructed to try and create what's called the God particle mm-hmm. or the Higgs boson. Mm-hmm. And basically, so everything's particles, but when the universe was quote unquote born, mm-hmm. particles had no mass. They just kind of went around at the speed of light all the time. Yeah. And the universe of so stars, planet, life only emerged because these particles gained mass from a quote fundamental field associated with the Higgs boson. Okay. And this existence of this mass giving field was confirmed in 2012 on July 4th. That is actually when the detection of the Higgs-Boson, also known as the Higgs particle or the God particle, was made at CERN in the Large Hadron Collider. Interesting. Yeah. So this was actually started up again this year, July 5th, Uh for the third time, and is set to run for four years and record the energy of thirteen trillion electron volts to try and create dark matter this time.
0: Science. <laughs> Can I just say something? Uh-huh. You're really trying so hard, science. And what what good is dark matter going to do? I don't personally know, but it seems like we have bigger issues mm-hmm. facing the world today.
1: Well, I think that the the thing is like it's why people you know study. Uh, no for space sure. and everything because it's believed to make up a lot of the universe. Yeah. Plant. So the stars, planets, and galaxies only account for about 5% of the universes matter. Okay. And that, that's according to the scientists at CERN.
0: Okay. Cause I don't
1: know how you measure
0: that. <laughs> yeah. I uh, space. See, this is getting to the scary part of space where I'm like, what if, mm-hmm. if they make dark matter, Does that mean like a black hole, like what if they make a black hole? We're going
1: to get to that in a second couple other things about it. So the filaments used to conduct all of this. If they were put together end to end, they would stretch from the earth to the sun and back over six times with some despair.
0: Damn. Mm-hmm.
1: The tunnel can reach hot temperatures more than 100,000 times the temperature measured at the center of the sun. That's hot. Yeah. That's hot. <laughs> and data gathered from like any of the projects. Again, this is the third time, but any one time that it's ran uh, could fill about 50,000 hard drives with one terabyte of memory each or about 10 million standard DVDs.
0: Damn. Mm
1: -hmm. And there's other like experiments like it, but this is the only like large hedron collider. There's other hedron colliders. Yeah. Which is really weird. But now we're going to get to the conspiracy theory. So before it started up and I was actually following this (laughs) at the time, I just it popped in my head for some reason again because I was like, oh, yeah, that's running.
0: I like remember hearing about it, but like I couldn't remember because there's also I think what I was confusing with remember I said it was in France, is France trying to is trying to create a fusion reaction okay. or fusion reactor? Okay. So like it'd be a different kind of nuclear reactor that we have now. That's basically like making a small sun.
1: Oh my gosh!
0: Right? Science, it's crazy. Sometimes good. <laughs>
1: Going back to your black hole theory. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so back in July, some people had a lot of theories before it was turned on. And a lot of them were on TikTok or other social media platforms. But some thought it would open a black hole that would end all life on Earth. Like, huge concern for some.
0: Uh, CERN did- <laughs> Some, yeah. <laughs> Honestly, correct.
1: CERN did reveal, though, in the past that the formation of tiny quantum black holes may be possible after turning it on again. But these are not black holes in the cosmological sense. And CERN stands behind the safety of it. Basically there's two types of black holes. So there's ones that happen in space when a star collapses and dies in on itself at the end of its life. And then there's another where particles are produced with the collisions of pairs of protons. And those ones are like tiny. They're not big. And that's the kind this does. Apparently some thought it would be portals to other dimensions. So people were talking about portals opening in the sky, demons coming out of them. All Work. these kinds of things. TikTok users, again, ran wild with the theories. Uh, they spread a little bit of fear, maybe. And, you know, some thought it was going to basically, like, open a portal into, like, the future. But not, like, in a Jetsons future kind of way, but more, like, in a, like, different timeline kind of way.
0: That's crazy. Yeah.
1: And then um, others claimed it to be a day for manifestation because Adam's smashing together at Higher Energy. Than ever before, must be you know manifestation because of the high energy being created.
0: Interesting, yeah.
1: So, um, I was just like, have I felt different since July (laughs) fifth?
0: I feel like didn't the Da Vinci Code sequel do something with the God particle?
1: I think so, but it's been so long. I would,
0: I feel like I watched it recently. It was okay. kind of like, what the fuck? Uh-huh. <laughs> but I vaguely remember them talking it's probably about. probably where
1: God. I first heard about it, to be honest, now that you're saying it. Because I know.
0: Cause it's like not the original. It's the sequel where he's like with the French girl who's like, my father was a scientist. We yeah. need to get the thing before the battery dies. Isn't
1: it Audrey Tateau?
0: I think so. I love her. Same. That, I think not in that movie particularly. No, but, but I think that's why I watched
1: it because I love Audrey Tateau and I watch anything she does.
0: The first. Yeah. I. I I can kind of enjoy the first Da Vinci Code, mm-hmm. but the second... one, Angels and Demons. That's the second one, I think. We right?
1: should watch them during the winter. That would okay. be a fun winter movie day.
0: Okay. Yeah. I'm <laughs> I'm down. I'm down. Just to do it. Yeah.
1: Uh, but yeah, so like I said, it wasn't as easy to make Two Truths and Lie, but kind of in the whole space theme, I wanted yeah. to add a little bit about that in. And I got... Stuff from um, the CERN website, space.com, morley.web.cern.ch, and hitc.com. So websites never heard of.
0: Well, I think that brings us to the end of this episode. I think so. I think we are wrapped like.
1: The end of the Detroit Stock Exchange.
0: Yeah. I was going to say like Closing a day particle in vacuum magnetic tubes, but mm-hmm. that's science.
1: Like a tiny black hole.
0: Yes. <laughs> But if you want to find us on our social medias at Detroit Strange on Instagram and Twitter, Detroit Strange on Facebook, our email address is DetroitStrange at gmail.com. Send us an email if you want to send us an email.
1: Yeah, we've gotten some exciting ones lately. We have. We have. That, you know, hopefully we'll be able to Talk reveal about soon. It. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we love a message of any kind. Yeah. Or, you know, collaboration. or anything.
0: if you're going to send us like a like. Yeah, don't do that. got one today about like a. Do you want a free Yeti? It's like, mm, no, spam. Mm, I don't no. want a free Yeti.
1: No, not at all.
0: Yeah.
1: Um. Although I won a contest
0: recently. Ooh, what'd you win?
1: I won a year to All Trails Pro, the All okay. Trails app. Oh, you
0: told me about that. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And a water bottle and a t shirt.
0: That's fun. <laughs> the water
1: bottle is really nice. The t shirt's really nice too. Yeah.
0: Those are all things you can use.
1: Yeah. 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 No, I,
0: you would have thought I won a
1: car, like <laughs> for how I excited mean, I was.
0: All trails for a year—that's pretty exciting.
1: Yeah, I've. Never, I mean, the pro you can like download stuff and have like offline maps and stuff. So like, which
0: seems pretty critical for uh yeah.
1: So now I need to use on trails. Now I need to go to some like more remote trails. Yeah. Now that I've got this technology available. Yeah, just make mm-hmm. sure you
0: bring a knife in case you need to hunt in twenty-seven hours yourself.
1: Well, yeah, and or just also, don't hike on mountains. I've been watching the show Alone okay. a lot recently. I don't know if you're familiar, but it's like they drop ten people off in like I've the heard of woods.
0: And they well, can only they bring it. 10
1: items and then they have to survive alone.
0: Oh, uh, can that be a homework for next time? What, 10 items we bring?
1: Oh, yeah, that's fine. Okay. Uh, but it's a lot of fun. And now I just want to make stuff out of sticks all the time. Every time I see a stick on the ground, I'm like, what can I make with this <laughs> stick? Okay. <laughs> Although me surviving alone would be, I would be like, mm, I don't like hunting. <laughs> um, mm. <laughs> there are Taco Bell around. <laughs> I could maybe fish.
0: I hate taking the fish out of the hook. I was going to say, yeah, my dad
1: used to do that for me.
0: Yeah. I mean.
1: I'd learn though.
0: I'd learn. Yeah. I don't want to, but I would learn. Mm -hmm.
1: But the coolest thing is I love watching what they make for their um, actual shelters. Yeah. They make like legit log cabins.
0: People are wild. Yeah. I've seen stuff on YouTube where like people like make a log cabin or I saw this one guy like. Carve out of the ground a pool and like changing rooms and like by himself, mm. just like this machete thing, just hacking away.
1: Yeah. No, people are very resourceful sometimes, and I'm amazed by them and in awe. Yeah. All the time. But anyway, if you want to support the show, <laughs> there's a little side journey there. Yeah. You can tell a friend. Tell a friend. You can give us a rating on anywhere. That takes ratings. I know Apple Podcasts does, but please. other places do now, too. I just don't know which ones, but, yeah, you know, give us a little five-star. That would really help boost us. Yeah. Uh, keep listening.
0: Right. And there's uh, a thread list if you want some merch.
1: Yeah, if you want some merch. You know, I think other than that.
0: Until next time. Stay, stay strange. strange.
1: This has been a production of Planet Ant Podcast powered by Pinecast. Our theme song was recorded by Detroit's own Stacks and Violence.